0: You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. So Everybody knows the homeless issue. It's one of the major issues facing a lot of West Coast cities, Seattle, Portland, most all of the state of California. And in California in particular, they've got better weather than in Portland and Seattle. So people tend to gravitate there. It's just easier living in California, especially Southern California. This is an article out of, out of San Francisco. California has spent... billion with a B trying to figure out, trying to create a solution for its massive homelessness problem. But a recent audit has said, yeah, there's so much overspending by different departments. We don't really know what's going on. You guys need to hone it down into a single entity, figure out your game plan from there. So spending $13 billion and look at where that has ended California. If you're in California, I am so sorry. I mean, it just looks like a train wreck in a lot of these cities. Uh, Skid Row, oh, horrific. Venice Beach, oh, what a great beach. Now it is basically just kind of like a third world country. People's tents are exploding. There's fires, big building caught on fire not long ago because of a homeless encampment. I mean, this stuff is just, it's not going away, and it's not getting any better. So let's look and see the $13 billion and what this audit recommends. What's California supposed to do, and what is the true extent of the problem? We're going to kind of get into some of these issues here. This is an AP article uh, that I'm reading from the Seattle Times. And if you're new here, my name is Sean Reynolds. I own a couple of real estate companies, and I talk about issues that have to do with housing, have to do with small business. Let's jump on into this one. California has spent $13 billion in the last three years to tackle a massive homelessness problem likely to worsen with the pandemic likely? Yes, no, it has. Yet its approach is so fragmented and incomplete as to hinder efforts at getting people into stable housing. The state auditor said in a report released Thursday, eh, you, you guys are spending $13 billion and you haven't done anything. It's just gotten way worse. Now, some of that can be blamed on the CDC for saying, hey, you can't move the encampments, you can't sweep the encampments. That's a no go. We don't want the, the Rona spread. But You know, at some point in time, we're going to have to go, yeah, all this stuff that we've just made way, way worse during the era of the Rona, you're going to have to come up with some loose solutions on the other end. Homelessness in California. That was there before the Rona, and it's gotten way worse since, right? I mean, the homeless are now able to keep large pieces of furniture in their little setup, Meaning that, um, you know, you might not be able to use a sidewalk. How about ADA people? Yeah, you can't go down a sidewalk with a wheelchair because there's tents in the way. Just left and right. A lot of of overpasses and the underpass. They're just tent city. You got tents everywhere. The Office of State Auditor Elaine Howell said that the state continues to have the largest homeless population in the nation, likely in part because its approach to addressing homelessness has been disjointed. It hasn't been a concerted effort. It's been disjointed a little over here, a little over there, but a little more than a little $13 billion worth. That's a big number. The office recommended that California copy other states in charging a single entity to oversee efforts or be responsible for developing a statewide strategic plan. You gotta come up with a plan. You gotta get a plan. That's what I keep hearing people in Seattle saying all day long. Well, we're working on a plan. We're working on creating a a unity a wall that we can all stand behind and we're all just going to get behind this and we're really going to tackle it. Right now we're just reimagining and rethinking how we're going to do that. But we've got a we've got a we've got a great plan coming up. All I hear is people talking about plans, but I don't ever really see one. And I don't see any direct results for any of this talking. Lots of talking, no doing. We need less talky-talky, more doing. That's just my opinion. But that's why I read the news and I'm not a politician because I would be frustrated with myself with the lack of action on a lot of these items that are out there that are pretty obvious. Hey, you got a big homeless issue. You got a big opioid addiction issue. You got a big mental health care issue, right? You got a lot of crazy people running around that maybe aren't the safest people to have on the streets. I don't know. That's just me, right? Brawling tent encampments on city streets and along highways and riverbanks remain a common sight in California, despite efforts to move unhoused residents to hotel rooms during the pandemic. And I know a big effort has been made to do that. But a lot of the news stories that I cover, covered one down in Fife, you know, Fife, Washington, um, down by Olympia down south. And uh, a hotel was taken over by a homeless advocacy group, otherwise known as Antifa. And uh, there was like 40 homeless people that this group, this homeless advocacy, and I put that in air quotes – they moved like 40 people into a hotel and then paid for one night, didn't pay for any more and said, ah, the city can pay for it. You can use some of that FEMA money. I mean, it was just absolute nonsense. So the travel lodge operator, he got just basically stuck with the bill. But out of the 40 people, 40 people, however, that comes across in the screen there, I'm holding up four and zero. Um, of the 40 people, only three people took up the city on its offer to get them into you know housing 3 out of 40 people and even in the article it basically said yeah that that's not a good sign that's not a good indicator so what's going on well people like their lifestyle of just being able to do whatever the heck they want and that's part of the reason they're living in a tent right they want to make their own choices they don't want to be sober They don't want to live by rules. They don't want to have a time clock that you got to be into the shelter or out of the shelter. They don't want to have any of that stuff. They just want to be able to go out, do their thing, live in a tent, live in a park, make a park unusable for its residents who are paying taxes. I mean, we all know that story. All right. So let's keep going here. So about 150,000 people experiencing homelessness live in the state. Is that a real number, 150,000 homeless in California? I, I knew it was a high number. I didn't realize it was 150,000 people, including about half the country's estimated 211,000 residents living unsheltered on the streets or in vehicles. So you are talking enormous numbers. Here in Seattle, I believe our homeless census, the last census was over 5,000. But a lot of experts think it's somewhere 10,000, maybe as high as 15,000. I mean, that's a ton of people basically living unsheltered or maybe living in their car. I mean, those those are incredible numbers. Just huge. Somebody's got to do something. Somebody's got to come up with a plan to work with this, right? I mean, what is the plan? I have a lot of people tell me, yeah, it's it's not a affordable housing issue. It's a drug addiction and mental health care and opioid and, you know, crime issue. Got to get those things squared away and then you can kind of work on the other problems. California lacks a centralized way to track spending to tackle its homelessness problem. So it's unable to determine where efforts are duplicated, the auditor said. Howell recommended that the legislature grant more authority and responsibility to the Homeless Coordinating and Financing Council, also known as the Homeless Council. Let's just go with that. I like that. Which was created in 2017 in part to coordinate funding and establish partnerships with stakeholders to develop strategies to end homelessness. So we've had this program in place, this uh, council in place, for call it four years now, roughly. And the problem's just gotten way, way, way worse. So maybe more government isn't the answer here. Somebody's got to do something. This is getting out of control. It has yet to do either. (laughs) My next sentence. It has yet to do either. So coordinate funding or establish partnerships with stakeholders. Ah, It hasn't done that. Or develop strategies. It hasn't done a thing. Given the magnitude of the homelessness crisis in California, it's huge and the amount of funding the state and federal governments commit to uh, com- combating it the state needs to ensure that its system for addressing problems is coherent, consistent and effective. Well, that probably goes for addressing any problem right I mean this is this is just that's just basic 101 of getting stuff done it needs to be coherent you got to have a coherent, pull a plan for it, how are you going to do it, call for action, game plan. It has to be consistent. You got to keep doing it. And in the end, it has to work, it has to be effective. These are just basic things. So why is this so hard to enact a problem with homelessness? I'm not really sure. I would have to place it at the feet of political leadership currently in place who are, that's right, doing nothing about it. I mean, I don't really see anybody doing anything other than, well, we've we've got some more beds, we hope people, you know, use them. But never mind the fact you can't use your, you know, needle strewn city park, we're just going to let that go because we love our fellow fellow human being, let them shoot up and then kill themselves in the park. I mean, that's harsh, harsh and hardcore. And yet, That's literally what's going on, right? The auditor's office identified at least nine state agencies spending $13 billion through 41 programs to address homelessness in the past three years, not to do anything about it, but to address it. So nine agencies, $13 billion, 41 different programs. Now, California is an enormous, enormous state. But shouldn't they be getting getting some headway there somewhere with all this money being spent? You would think so. The programs included money to acquire and build new housing and relocation assistance to targeted help for certain populations such as veterans, youth and victims of domestic violence. But without the ability to track spending, it's difficult to identify duplications or even find out what works or doesn't work because you're spending so much money, you just can't figure out which way is up. Social Services Department, for example, made ninety-five million available in the fiscal year two thousand nineteen for financial help and housing services for people who are or are about to become homeless. The same year, the Housing and Community Development Department also had thirty million dollars available for housing relocation and stabilization services. As a result, there could be duplication of services between these two programs. That is probably a pretty accurate statement. There could be duplication. Now there is right I mean it's just that's a no brainer. The homeless council said it lacks the authority to compel state agencies to make policy or share spending data. So you've just got a whole bunch of agencies, all independent of each other, all kind of trying to work towards the same thing. But because they're all on different pages, nobody really knows what the real story is. Nobody really knows what the real deal is. Nobody has any control here. So yeah, one central agency. eh, That sounds like a pretty good plan. Get it under one central agency. But since we're talking about government here, Nothing is going to go quickly, if ever, right? Last year, Governor Newsom vetoed a bill that would have created a uniform data collection system on homelessness spending, saying the measure was duplicated and would create additional and unnecessary data collection costs. Okay, but we know we've already got massive duplicated efforts going on. I mean, that's probably pretty obvious, and so we don't want to create a single uniform data collection system. We don't want to do that. Hmm. I think it might just go to show, ooh, California, your homelessness is out of control. And you have no systems in place to deal with it. I mean, have you guys seen the videos on this stuff, on these communities that that have got a massive homelessness problem? I mean, it just looks like a scene out of um, some sci-fi movie where the aliens come down and take over the earth and make earthlings into, you know, whatever they are. It just looks like some shantytown. That's the literal word, a shantytown, and that's what it is. So, and yet it's, you know, United States citizens, California residents, just doing their own thing with the government backing them up in full. Hey, good people, go do your own thing We're going to spend $13 billion and not really come up with a solution for anything, but man, we're going to go out of style trying, right? This stuff is just crazy. Uh, Governor Newsom's office did not provide immediate comment on the audit. Shocking. Howell said the state homeless council should also develop guidance and best practices for continuance of care, meaning... Let's get some consistency in here, which are regional organizations that receive money from the US Department of Housing and Urban Development to battle homelessness. Um, Regional organizations. Yeah. And from HUD, it doesn't seem like any of this stuff is working, does it? It just doesn't. it, It feels like this is just throwing a bunch of taxpayer money at a problem and not really coming up with a solution. I haven't heard anything here in Seattle that makes any sense to me. I just hear a lot of people talking about reimagining and rethinking just damn near everything, but not ever really doing anything. I don't know, that just seems to be the governmental way, right? So the auditor's office review of five continuums of care found varying weaknesses, shocking, including insufficient annual analyses to determine whether it has enough service providers to meet the needs of those experiencing homelessness. And the answer would be, it does not, you know, based on the view of the sidewalks and the, you know, streets and parks, I'm going to go with, there probably aren't enough service providers, or we need to come up with a different game plan to get people off the streets and into housing. You got to come up with something because what you got going on right now does not work. The fresno madera Continuum of Care disagreed with some of the recommendations, saying it had a good idea of where resources are lacking. It also declined a recommendation to establish a dedicated hotline for people to call. The counties of Mendocino, Riverside, Santa Barbara, and Santa Clara generally agreed with the audit's recommendations, the report said. What about all the other counties? What are they doing? What are they up to? Or are they just so busy spending money left and right and not really coming up with any solutions that that's just kind of what they're doing? So it it always, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't ultimately shock me. But when I hear the numbers 13 billion, and I understand California is an enormously populated state. So 13 billion, that's still a boatload of money, isn't it? It's still a boatload of money for California to look the way that it does. Have you seen Skid Row in LA? I mean, there are literally YouTube video channels out now that cover this. They just walk around, shoot footage, try and not get killed and upload it on YouTube. You can look at that stuff all day long and you're like, wow, this is nuts. This is out of control. So I don't have a solution for the homelessness problem. I just know that spending money on a bunch of stuff that from the get go doesn't make any sense. It's what I see a lot of the same things happening here in Seattle. We try and fund programs that you're like right at the onset. You're like, really? That's our best. That's our best option here. This is what we're going to go with. Nah, it seems like there are better solutions. Other cities don't have these issues, Right. I mean, there's always going to be a little bit of homelessness in downtown urban areas. There just is a little bit. We're talking way more than a little bit. We are talking cities overrun with tents and the crime and the garbage. I mean, Portland, we're talking about Portland hauling out hundreds of tons of garbage from its downtown core because homeless Don't really pick up the garbage. They don't really have a vested interest in keeping the streets clean. They're used to living in that. That's their lifestyle. So when they pick up and move, they don't really pick up, do they? That's why you see those tents just kind of left there. Wasn't their tent typically in the first place. Somebody gave it to them. They inherited it, whatever. You get up and go, you go do something else, whatever it is that your lifestyle dictates to you, leave that bad boy tent there. You see so many abandoned tents. There's the story of the little red house down in or the red house on Mississippi Avenue North in Portland. Antifa basically backed a family that lost their home from foreclosure, tried to say that it was an issue of gentrification and this family of color was being pushed out. But there was antifa living in the tents and then after a while antifa wasn't living in the tents but it's not one of those situations where you want to go up to the tent hey knock knock anybody home no that's not the kind of deal you want to do and when you see tents on the street in seattle or portland or anywhere else la you don't really go up and knock on those tents and that's why i think they sit there for so long because people like somebody in there i don't really know I don't really want to know what's in there could be a dead body. When chop got over a lot of people were saying they're going to find some dead bodies in there. I don't think they did. But enough people did die at chop where or have subsequently since that, um, yeah, it's just kind of a rough go. It's it's a a crazy time. So I don't know what California is going to do, but they need to get going on something because. Yeah, not a good look down in Cali. Bad things going on. Not good. So that's all I got on this one. Thank you so much for being here. And I I get a lot of people asking me, hey Sean, how can we support you? Best way you can support me is to subscribe to this channel and share my content. Like a lot of other conservative creators, people that are reasonable my content is being metered by YouTube right now. I mean, it's just it's not being pushed out. People don't really want to, they don't want to promote anything that might be reasonable, because it's not a time for being reasonable. It's a time for being oh, This is this is what we have to do. And for the rest of us, we're kind of like, Yeah, that's not really how I see things. So thank you for being here on the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. I will do my best to keep the content coming, but if you can share it, that'd be awesome. Thanks in advance. All right, again, I'm Sean Reynolds from Summer Properties Northwest, Reynolds & Klein Appraisal. I will see you guys on another podcast. Until then, stay safe. We'll see you then. Bye.